Welcome. I'm glad you're here. I'm Tina Gosney, a certified relationship coach, and this is the Coaching Your Family Relationships podcast, where you will learn to do the foundational work of creating strong family relationships. I am loving the series that I've been doing, the Ask Me Anything series. So good for me to hear what's on your mind, the questions that you have going on in your family and in your relationships. And I just feel more connected to you when I know that I'm actually talking to people at the other end of this microphone. Sometimes talking into a microphone feels very isolating. So thank you so much for sending in those questions. There's still a little bit of time left for you to send in a question. So please click the link in the show notes if this is something that you would like to take advantage of at this time. I also want to remind you of the workshop that's coming up with Amy Gianni in January. This is the best gift you can give your relationship this year. Early bird pricing ends November 27th, so make sure you are getting in on that because you don't want to miss out on the discount. She's going to teach you how to transform your marriage. This is a transformational relationship workshop where you will go home knowing how to use the tools because she's helped you adapt them and implement them right there as she's teaching them. This is not the kind of workshop where you sit and you listen to someone talk at you for two days and then you go home and you don't know what to do. This is a working workshop. So go click that link in the show notes and make sure you do that to get the early bird discount. We've got three questions today and I think these are great questions. I'm loving the questions that you're asking. I think they're super insightful. Question number one. What does it mean to clean up your own side of the street? You say this a lot, and I'm not sure what you mean or how to do it. I love this question. It is such a good question, and I am so glad that you're asking this, because that means there's a lot of other people who have the same question, but they're not asking. You're the one asking. So thank you for speaking up and letting me know that you need some clarification on this. When I refer to cleaning up your own side of the street, I'm talking about looking inward instead of outward. So looking inward to see how are you contributing to a situation instead of looking outward and focusing on what the other person should be doing differently. I go into this in depth in an episode that aired earlier this year. It's episode 81, Know your, Knowing Yourself Through Self-Confrontation. Self-confrontation sounds terrible, but it's so important for us to do because that's looking inward. What am I doing to contribute to this situation? So I'm going to send you to that episode for a more in-depth answer. You know, when we clean up our own side of the street or our own side of a situation, it really allows us to see the whole situation more clearly. If we're not being in our reactive mind, in an adaptive childlike mind, then we can start seeing things more clearly. It really helps us to, when we do this, to grow up emotionally, mentally, relationally, you know, and this can be some of the hardest, most painful work that we do. But that is the kind of work that propels us forward as human beings and in more connected, loving relationships. So go listen to episode 81. You're going to get a much more in-depth answer and you're going to see clearly what I'm talking about there. Okay, question number two. If I were going to do one thing that would help me to have a better relationship with my partner, what would it be? Well, this is kind of a tricky question to answer because I don't have a lot of details about where you are right now in your relationship with yourself or your partner. So I'm going to answer more generally 
and what most people need to work on. And I'll probably hit some of the what, of what you need. All of us, no matter where we are in our own growth and development, need to work on having a more solid sense of who we are, a solid self. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. When we are children, we see ourselves through the eyes of our parents or our caregivers. We don't know who we are. We're dependent on them to keep us alive. So by looking to them to see, am I okay? Who am I? I don't know if I'm doing this whole human thing right. We see ourselves reflected in their eyes. So we know what do we need to do to stay safe and to stay alive. This is a super simple explanation. It's called having a reflected sense of self. And this is a child development stage. And then we grow up and we're not children anymore. We can keep ourselves alive. We don't have to depend on someone else to do that for us. But we often don't grow up with this part of our thinking. And we don't grow out of that reflected sense of ourselves. And so that keeps us immature, using protective behaviors in our relationships so we can feel good about ourselves, trying to control other people and how they think about us, feeling like I need for you to be okay, so I'm okay. We're measuring ourselves through the eyes of other people, especially our partners. If you can start moving toward a more solid sense of yourself, then you can start to open yourself up to more connection, more collaboration, more intimacy, more honesty. Here are some of the things that you can do to work on developing a solid sense of yourself. First of all, do you know what you value? What are your top three values in your life? And are you working to have your actions align with those values? When you when your actions align with what you value in your life, you have a more solid sense of who you are. Next, you need to be flexible. You need to allow yourself to be wrong. You have to be willing to say, you know, I could be wrong about this. Show me what I'm not seeing. Because we all have blinders on when it comes to ourselves. And our partners and other people can see us much more clearly than we see ourselves. So listen to what they have to say without being defensive, even when you want to justify or clarify your position. And sometimes you can see when you've cleaned up your own side of the street, as in I, as what I talked about in the last question, you can see when what somebody is, the feedback they're giving you has more to do with them than it does to, with you. So it helps you to get really clear about what's mine and what's yours. Next, I want you to ask yourself, what would it be like to be in a relationship with me right now? When we start taking the position of the other person, it opens our eyes up to so much. How would I like it if someone was saying to me what I'm saying to this person? Or if someone was treating me the way I'm treating this person? How would it be? What would it be like to be in a relationship with me? Such a good question to ask. Next, I want you to own your own emotions. Learn how to process them in a healthy way. You can go to episode 63 of this podcast, and I teach you how to process emotions. I reference this podcast, this particular episode, a lot because it's such a vital foundational skill that everyone needs to have. And next, sometimes it's appropriate to feel guilt or to feel remorse when it's very appropriate, appropriate. But we want to make sure that we are feeling it in proportion to what happened. So let's just say we had a remorse scale from 1 to 10. 
You don't want to fill a nine when you forgot to make the bed or you forgot to pick milk up at the store. And you don't want to fill a two when you cheat on your partner. Fill the appropriate amount of guilt and remorse for the situation. And the last one, the thing that I'm going to give you, this is a pretty long list, I realize, and you can pick and choose which ones you want to work on now. But the last thing is notice when you are going into shameful thoughts. Now, shame thoughts are the ones that attack who we are and our character. They say things to us like, I am so worthless, or what is wrong with me? There's something wrong with me. It attacks the very core of who we are. It's not um, addressing an action or a behavior. It's addressing our character and the core of who we are. So beware of shameful thoughts. Work on these things. This is a great place to start. This is not a total list, but it's a great place to start for developing a solid sense of self instead of a reflected sense of self. I talk a lot in this podcast about you working on you because when we do that, not only does our life experience change, our relationships change too. So good when we can do that, when we can get a two for one, right? It's important that we focus on who we are being in the world much more than what we are doing. Because when we focus on who we're being, the doing comes naturally and generally takes care of itself. If you really want a better relationship with your partner, if you really want to dive more deeply into this and the solid sense of self, come to the workshop that I'm hosting in January, where Amy Gianni will be the facilitator. Now, if you're not familiar with Amy, Amy is a marriage and family therapist over 25 years, and she has worked with hundreds of couples. In this workshop, she will be focusing on how to go from having a polite, pretend, parallel marriage to an honest, intimate, and collaborative marriage. Now, I've gone through this workshop with her. I've done it, and it was life-changing. So if this is really something that you want to dive into, and start working on, sign up the link in the show notes. Grab your spot now. It's the best gift that you can give your relationship this year. Okay, here's our last question of the day. I have three kids. They're 10, 15, and 17, and I am so afraid for them. I'm watching what's happening with the youth right now and how so many of them are leaving their family's religion. I know I have good kids, and I can't imagine that they would decide to leave, but I've seen other kids that I know are really good kids, and they're, they've left. So I feel like there are no guarantees. What can I do to help them? I know so many parents are feeling this question right now. So you are not alone. I want you to check in with how you're feeling. You mentioned that you're afraid. It's so good for you to notice this, that you are afraid. Because we take actions or we don't take actions from how we're feeling. That's why it's important for us to know what we're feeling. Just one of the reasons why. So I want you to ask yourself, what do I see myself doing when I am feeling afraid? Now, my instincts as a coach tell me that you're probably doing some circling the wagon type activities. By that, I mean you're in defense mode. And anytime we go into defense mode, we're going to war. We're preparing to go to war. And here's a question for you. Who are you going to war against? Make sure it's not against your kids because they are going to feel it if you're against them and trying to control them, they're going to return that same defensiveness and you'll find a lot of resistance. Now, 
we get really controlling when we get afraid. We get controlling and we and are, are rigid and we see things in all or nothing or black and white, which is not a good way of thinking. It's not good for the relationship that you have with your kids. And above all, you want to focus on their relationship. You don't want to focus on the checklist to make sure they're doing all the things that you think they should be doing. This does not produce humans who are capable of thinking for themselves. And we need to become humans who think for themselves. There's actually a benefit when we learn to think more critically and when we teach our children to think more critically. So when they have questions, let them ask questions. You don't have to have the answers, but you can help them look for answers and you can learn together. And let them know that you don't have the answers. Say, I don't know. Let's go find this out together. Let them see you be imperfect. I can't stress how important this is. Your kids know that they aren't perfect, but they live in a world that tells them that they're supposed to be. So let them see you struggle. Let that be a norm for them. Let them see you work hard, have emotions, succeed and fail. It's important for kids to know that their parents are humans too. And that you're going to be right there with them to love and support them no matter what they are going through. Tell them that they will belong with you no matter what. It's important to say it. Don't assume that they already know it because most kids don't. Tell them how important they are to you and that they will always have a place with you. When they know that they have a tether to their family and that that, their place in that family is not dependent on acting, looking, believing a certain way in order to be loved and accepted, you're preserving the most important thing, which is their relationship. And you're preserving your ability to be in their lives and to influence them. This is where you want to be. So make sure you establish that tether, drive that stake in the ground and let them know it's not going anywhere. And then let them be, have freedom to explore who they are and what they want for themselves without you con- trying to control their actions. This doesn't mean you're indulgent or you never say no or that you don't have, um, let them know what your values are and what you expect of them, but you do it from a place of tethered love and acceptance because their, their worth and acceptance in your family is never on the table. That is what I have for you today. I hope you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. I hope you have lots of great, awesome interactions with your family and that you're able to get some knowledge and some tools from these questions that were sent in by listeners. Have a great week, and I will see you next time.